Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Wheezy from the What Is Truth podcast. Just finished recording with Midnight Mike from the OBDM podcast, Our Big Damn Mouth. He has a excellent podcast. They use a lot of soundboard action, and uh, we actually got to use on the show a lot of Alex Jones clips, which he brought along with him. We spoke regarding a plethora of different topics all around good time excellent time and we hope to do another show in the future so if you guys enjoyed the show as much as i did all his links are in the description and remember my links are in the description as well so make sure you follow all of that stuff y'all peace what's up y'all welcome to the what is truth podcast we got a fun episode today we got Midnight Mike from OBDM. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, Wheezy? <laughs> Nothing much, man. Hey, thanks for uh, accepting my invite to do this podcast on a kind of a short notice, so can't thank you enough for that. Yeah, I got to, I got your email. I wasn't doing much Sunday, so I was like, what the hell not? This is like my day to do anything I want. Might as well talk to some other podcasts out there. Yeah, man. So where where are you from? Where are you calling from? Oh, I uh, I am from Ohio. I grew up in the Akron, Canton area, but right now I am in uh, I'm north of Columbus. I live oh, outside okay. the city. All right, yeah, I'm in Florida. Although we got some cold temperatures, you know, unseasonably for this time of year, anyways. Yeah, I well, I, I spent the last two years in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and yeah. my wife and I moved back to Ohio, bought some property, going to start, you know. You know, raising chickens and growing things and, uh, you know, being a a man of the land, I suppose, is what I'm <laughs> aiming to do. I don't know if I'm good at it, but I'm going to try. Yeah, man. No, especially with, the, you know, these COVID times, that's not a bad idea. The yeah. uncertainty of the times. Yeah, man. That, that's what we were thinking. Like, I might as well move back. We have family and friends around here. Uh, her family lives around here. And, and so uh, you don't realize how much you miss your family and friends until you can't physically be in their presence. And so uh, we said, what the hell, you know, Phoenix is nice and we are certainly are missing it because of the winter. Now we miss the mountains. We miss the, uh, the beautiful winters down there in Phoenix. I'm sure you have some great weather down there in Florida, but Oh, well, you know, yeah. who was the bad. Now I'm originally from the West coast. I, I grew up in LA and, uh, lived in Utah and for a few years as well. And, uh, Really wanted to be by the beach, man. I, I, I wish I could go back to L.A. because of the beautiful weather, no humidity, and, and the beaches down there, but it's too damn expensive. So yeah, Florida was the next best option. and That's why we went to Phoenix. Uh, we moved uh, from Ohio to Phoenix a couple years ago, and originally my wife wanted to go to California. Yeah. But I was like, well, let's, let's compromise and go to Phoenix because um, I, I still got to get a job. And finding a job in California in tech is much more difficult. The competition is much more stiff than in Phoenix. And it, as luck happened, uh, had it, uh, I just got a job in Phoenix. So it worked out. No regrets. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. So I first came in, in, you know, well, I first heard about you when I heard you on the Union of the Unwanted. Uh, you know, a show, for those that don't know, is comprised usually of many, many guests and Sometimes <laughs> maybe a little bit too many guests, in my opinion. Yes. But it, it's a fun show. You know, you get different points of views and whatnot. But out of the many voices I, I heard, you, you know, when I heard you speak, um, 
you resonated. You you came off as, in my opinion, my personal opinion, the, the more of the more reasonable type <laughs> for my taste. And so I started tuning in to your show. And God damn, man, I I truly love your show. It's a fun show. Uh, tell the tell the listeners what your show is about. Oh, that's tough to define sometimes, but. Um, the, the show is the, the best I can put it is like a, a cross between Art Bell and like the, the nighttime AM conspiracy paranormal radio mixed with like Howard Stern and Opie and Anthony morning drive time kind of shenanigans. Yeah, for sure, man. Not a lot of people like I, you know, I, I started the podcast. I did the first episode in 2005. And I didn't know a lot about the technology back then, how to, how to actually distribute the podcast back in 2005. And so I took a break for about a year and then, and then picked up again right around in late 2006 and been going pretty much every week since then. Since 2006. Holy shit. Yeah. God yeah. damn, man. That's a testament, man. Yeah, you've got a nice little following on, on YouTube. And uh, uh, I I follow you on Spotify. Um, I need to hit. I need to follow you on YouTube as well. I just, I've, I'm a huge podcast listener. You know, that's the nature of my job. That's all I pretty much do is just follow podcasts. And anytime you, how often do you do your shows? Is it two times a week, I believe? Twice a week. And I, and I will say this to people up front, people listening to your show who are thinking about checking out OBDM, which stands for Our Big Dumb Mouth. Our show probably requires two to three episodes of listening at which point then you can make a decision if you want to listen more or less. It's a, It can be a very divisive show. It's a very annoying at times. There's a lot of sound drops. It's very fast-paced. I grew up listening to Howard Stern and Opie Anthony where it goes from topic to topic. It's very um, uh, hyperactive at times and uh, very annoying. And I tried to bring that into the conspiracy and paranormal realm. A lot of people got turned off about about that kind of stuff. Like I make fun. I I like Bigfoot. You know, I I like the cryptozoological stuff. Yeah. Uh, I believe in a lot of those things, but I still make fun of it. I try to make fun of everything and have have a, a, as good as time as possible with all this stuff. <laughs> no, man, I I absolutely love your show. I find myself cracking the hell up. And you know, a lot of the people that follow me, they're used to my wild antics. I'm known for my rants on live streams and. Uh, on my YouTube channel, I do have a memorable uh, live stream moments where I just go ham. So for you to go wild, I mean, it would not surprise a lot of my listeners. They would probably embrace it. So uh, everyone, I, I don't go. I used to go wild, more wild back when I was drinking during the shows. But <laughs> I stopped drinking during the shows yeah. probably about two and a half years ago. But my co-host Joe, oh man, uh, yeah. <laughs> my co-host Joe, who goes off, he is a he's a gay anarchist, and he loves to drink. And yeah. I love the dude, but uh, uh, he's got his own perspective on the world, and he'll he'll fucking tell you exactly what he thinks. Yeah, man. To the fact that <laughs> you might have to amend a couple of shows here and there. I do. Yeah, every now and again. It's like you went a little too far. Oh, Maybe you shouldn't shit. curse so much. It's a family show. No, I love it, man. I love it. And then you've got a uh, Gretchen. Is that Cretched? Uh, Cretched. Cretched. Cretched, yeah. yeah. God damn, good thing you corrected me. I thought it was Gretchen. I was like, isn't that a woman's name? It, but, uh, yeah, it is, but, I mean, it's <laughs> Cretched uh, with a C. Yeah, no, he's cool. He's cool. Uh, yeah, the, the dynamic that you guys have is, is awesome, man. You guys got great chemistry. And, uh, 
yeah, I, I, everyone, please go to my, my buddy, Midnight Mike Show, OBDM, and smash that motherfucking subscribe button. That's my little motto, so <laughs> don't get crazy. <laughs> but it's funny, on the live streams, I do that, and um, I get a lot of people saying, God damn it, I, I find myself doing that all day long, you know, smash that motherfucking subscribe button. <laughs> Does it work? Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, ask people to do that. Hell yeah, it works. I so, don't do that. Like, I'm not good at selling my own podcast. Uh, you know, I you'd imagine since I've been doing it for almost like 13, 14 years, the podcast would be bigger. But no, we are like the 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 gum on people's shoes. So we are I, like we've been doing it for so long that um, it's just become a way of life, a ritual at this point. Right. Um, and I, I, you know, we all have I'm sure you do. Uh, as well as like we, we hope to grow the show to where it's big enough to where we might be able to have a little bit of a, a side income or maybe have these fantasies of doing it professionally. Like I can make all my income from doing a podcast and goofing around. Right. Um, I had that fantasy 14 years ago and I still have that fantasy now, my that daydream at the age of uh, 43. Yeah, oh, man, <laughs> you got you got to dream big. I mean, I think I was telling you off the air. I started my show you know, or I did my first podcast about two years ago and it was, no one was listening to it. I was just getting drunk, talking shit. And, uh, you know, and then I started covering some other stuff and started getting a, a following and, uh, got in touch with another YouTuber that was covering a lot of the same stuff. And he's a Scottish fellow, my buddy Chancer. And, you know, over the last three months we have built a great chemistry and we actually ended up uh, starting a new channel, it's called the Daddy Gate Podcast, uh, where we, you know, we both get on. And even though he's in Scotland, I'm in Florida. I'm Mexican American. He's a Viking, or you know, whatever the hell's in Scotland. And <laughs> yeah, I think they're just a bunch of drunks over there still. Yeah, yeah. But, well, uh, yeah. yeah. No, we the chemistry that we have had, and and people seem to love it. And so, we've got huge aspirations for that channel as well. I mean, we only launched it a couple of weeks ago, and we've got almost a thousand subscribers already on that one so i mean you gotta you drink come, big. Come, come hang out on obdm sometime you hell know yeah hell yeah yeah it, we'll invite you guys on and hang out i don't know if the uh we'll have to schedule it at a particular point in time when 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 the scott is up and around you know he's a, he's a few hours ahead of us yeah we could even do one on well uh you guys do shows on saturdays right we do it on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live on YouTube, and then Saturdays at noon Eastern Saturdays Standard noon. Time. Okay, yeah, and it's, I, call, it's a calling show too. Right? Yeah, I normally do my live streams at around 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, which would make it 8 p.m. Uh, across the pond. And man, we we do. I mean, we generally get 200 or plus concurrent viewers, so. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah, we, we could, could do, do like one. a simulcast. Hell yeah, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, get a lot of exposure. Back, yeah, back in the yeah, back in the when FM talk was still uh, in its heyday, even back into like the early 2010s, you'd have like a radio show, uh, like Scott and Todd out of New York City. They would call into Opie and Anthony and do like a simulcast, or or uh, Imus out of New York would would call into. Uh, Scott and Todd, and they would broadcast the same show to their own respective audience and uh, do a show that way. So we, we might be able to do something like that. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun, man. You didn't even cool. happen to bring the, the soundboard, did you? 
Oh, I got everything, dude. Oh, oh shit. Well, I was everything. Let's sample some of the OBDM shoe. <laughs> so, so the reason why this is a point of contention for new listeners is that uh, they are used to a podcast where it's usually a couple people talking and very few interruptions beyond maybe some other people walking in or calling in. Uh, I play sound clips nonstop during the show. Um, and this is just my like subconscious of where, where my mind goes. And I'll play stuff from Alex Jones like this. Uh, when I have sex with those dudes, they look good. I, I, I clip <laughs> Alex Jones nonstop. I fucking love uh, it, man. My That's show. some good news on that front. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a man. <laughs> Me and my boyfriend love to get pregnant. So I, I picked out some, uh, for this show, I picked out some some choice Alex Jones rants. Um, yeah. I, I listen to Alex Jones every day. I think he's h hilarious. Uh, I I subscribe to some of what he believes. I think he's just bombastic. Yeah. I love listening to him. I think he's a great entertainer. I think he's a great uh, person when it comes to uh, espousing certain conspiracies, but he might not be the best representative yeah. when it comes to articulating conspiracies and geopolitical matters. But I think he's amazing as an entertainer and broadcaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, Yeah, I'm along the same lines. I I mean, he does, you know, there's some shit that I, I agree with, but there's a lot of shit that's just a little too out there for my taste. I mean, there might be people out there listening right now that, that are more on board with him, and that's fine. I mean, we're all entitled to our yeah. own beliefs and opinions. I, I'm more... You know, I just I think he's more of a comedian in my eyes, and and I love him. I mean, especially you know the when he's been on Joe Rogan, those are have been some of the most epic Joe Rogan uh, episodes, man. It's just of course they're the most controversial. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I understand like not everyone agrees with uh, his politics. Not everyone agrees with anybody's politics. It's tough too, but uh, I do cut out uh, his clips and I use them throughout the show as as well as a lot of other uh, notable personalities or things that are in news. So I just from have like a East whole Coast. host. <laughs> from the East Coast guy, I got... Yeah. I need some marijuana. I have B. Arthur always with me. I've got to have some marijuana. And sometimes it just comes up, I'll play it during the show. It can be annoying, but it's like its own uh, meme within our kind of show. It's just, it gets stupid. What I'm trying oh, to say man, I love it. is that our, our show is ridiculous and goofy and stupid. We talk about serious topics, but we try to bring Lighten some levity to this yeah. crap, you know? I mean, uh, there's some heavy topics going on out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, dude, that is what attracts me to your show, man. I mean, you've got the radio voice, no doubt, and, and I love it. But your mixing of, you know, and the way you throw in the soundboard, you throw them in at the perfect times, and I fucking love that. That's my favorite part of the show, to be honest with you. So, the, you know, you're sounding like you're kind of uncertain about it man I, I fucking love it i think it's money in my personal opinion well i don't know if i'm uncertain but i i continue to do it whether it's an asset or a detriment to the podcast and i i don't stop i get like a lot of comments saying mike you have a great show i like when you talk about bigfoot or missing 411 but if you just cool on the podcast you could be way bigger and I, I, well i if i I don't want to be way bigger if I have to, like, not play no. uh, sound effects and goof around because I like goofing around. Yeah, man. No, um, do do what you got to do. I, I get the same shit, man. I got, you know, my favorites when people are new subscribers and, you know, they tell me, like, well, you know, I like your show, but you need to tone down on your swearing. 
And I'm like, fuck yes, that. I, that. I will not fucking <laughs> stop fucking swearing, motherfucker. You you want to do your show your own way, start up your own goddamn channel, and start, you know, do whatever the fuck you want. But don't yeah. fucking come on my channel and tell me what the fuck to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And, and, and that's... I'm sure everyone gets that. And so you got to do... Everyone what, gets that. Yeah. I don't pay attention to it too much. I yeah. used to uh, early on, but not anymore. But I, I did pick out some uh, Alex Jones rants for you. These uh, I have rants going back to 2006, 2008. So these are some choice rants that I will play for you uh, because this is what I do on the show. Like usually once a month, I will do an Alex Jones Clips of the Week of some of the stuff that he has uh, said. Yeah. Uh, but I have a, a few rants here for you, if you would indulge. Oh, please. And this first one is called the Demon Abortion Rant. This is from February 6, 2019. And uh, he is going off right here, and I'll play it for you. We didn't break through thousands of dimensions to not chew this planet to pieces. Give us control now! <laughs> We've almost got our... See, this is all tentacles for them. That's what you're going to see. All the devices are going to be used for all these demonically possessed people to then interface with them, and then the real hell's going to begin. But all their tentacles, all their weapons, all their surveillance is being put in, and then all you're going to see is demonic manifestation. Demonic manifestation. This is the invasion. Pretty good, huh? <laughs> Oh yeah, fantastic! Oh man, like, it's it's gold. I I love it. Like I said, uh -huh. especially with everything going on nowadays, you know, with 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 mass surveillance, with right. uh, vaccines, with COVID, or with well, eighty four, uh, my man. Yeah, co I mean, with COVID going on, with uh, Trump and the news, and it's it is there's so much stress, there's so much heaviness on everyone that I. You gotta try to find the levity and like the points of amusement when you can, and because we're all living it, man. Like I, we're all under the stress. The entire world is under under distress, and I'm just trying to. I'm sure you are too, trying to find a little glimmer of humor in all this bullshit we're dealing with. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, over in Europe, they're apparently they got tears of uh of lockdown. And apparently mm -hmm. they're entering into another one. So a lot of folks are, you know, locked in their homes. So these live streams that we do on Saturdays, I have fun doing them. But at the same time, I, I you know, it's going to sound cheesy, but I'm, I'm doing it for the people that are locked in. And the reception that we've been getting has been amazing, has been has been fun. There, you know, there's been some big names that maybe not may not be too well known over here in the states but they're pretty big names over in europe uh one of those guys is uh brian harvey he is a uh he was in a boy band back in the early 90s and they were touring all over the the world and he's one of those which one uh fuck i can't, dude i honestly can't remember my bad brian harvey i know he listens to the show so my bad man i know it's like i-95 i don't know some shit like that we should look or, it up. I'm gonna look it up. E75. Just look up Brian Harvey, uh, UK, and uh, but he he's one of those guys that if he walks in in you know anywhere in the UK, anyone will know who the hell he is. And he has been throwing us shoutouts. We actually used uh, one of his shoutouts for our trailer for our new uh, channel, where you know he's speaking highly of us and and pretty much. Oh, he was he was a. Uh, Lead singer of pop band East Seventeen. Yes, East Seventeen. Renamed my, East Seventeen. My okay. bad, Brian Harvey. I, I I was close. I knew there was some numbers and and some letters in there. 
He's a handsome dude. Yeah, yeah. He, and you know, he's he's been booted off of YouTube and so he he routinely pops in on his friends' YouTube channels, you know, to get his word out, and that's where we found one of his clips. And he actually what last did he get kicked off for? I have no idea, man. He he's very uh, he does go down the rabbit holes as far as conspiracies, and so he could have gotten okay. Alex Jones, but he, you know, he tuned last night. I had a live stream, and I had interesting characters on. I took in live calls, and one of those in particular was rather interesting. And uh, <laughs> entertained the call for a bit. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't want to demean this person because she's probably listening. But uh, M- Brian Harvey apparently. Well, you can apparently... demean her a little bit, right? I mean. <laughs> well, I, I had fun. I, I let her speak her, her truth, you know. And, and I'm I'm all, you know, free speech. You know, just because I let you say it doesn't mean I, I'm going to endorse it or, or approve of it. But of course. You're, you're more than welcome to, to, to speak your truth. But uh, apparently Brian Harvey, Harvey turned, uh, tuned in last night and someone sent me a link. I had no idea uh, that this was even out, but one of the subscribers uh, linked it out. And sure enough, there he goes. Brian Harvey's saying that he tunes into our shows and, and he's a fan. And he and then I commented on that channel and he's, he's uh, apparently... Very soon we'll have him on the show as well, so that'll be freaking awesome. Would that be cool? Hell yeah, hell yeah. He's he's a big name, and that's what I'm saying. That that's that's been one of the the funnest parts. It's just a little channel like ours, just making a a difference in a small way, or as Ricky would say, a, a ripple effect. <laughs> a ripple effect. Yes. Yeah. Well, hey, Weezy, how did you or why did you start doing a podcast? So, I did a podcast about. Uh, two years ago, like I was saying, and I was kind of inspired over the Joe Rogan deal. I, I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan, and uh, you know, it was it was nothing professional. I, I, like I said, I would get drunk and just talk shit, speak my mind. I had no guests or nothing, and started doing that. And then my channel originally was What Would Jesus Do? And I'm an atheist. I'm not. I'm I'm not a religious person. Really? Yeah. So come on, you're Mexican American. Shouldn't you be Catholic? I should be, but that's exactly why I'm yeah. not a religious person. <laughs> Christianity was forced upon the ancestors, and so once you do the the history, I, now you know. For me, this is my personal belief, so no one get offended. I know I have a lot of religious uh, folks, but it, it, to me, now that I've looked at the history of things, it makes no sense for a brown person or a black person to be Christian because if you look at the history of how the ancestors became Christian, it's not very pretty. And so that's just my personal belief. My par- And no slight against religious person. My parents are hardcore Catholics, very, very traditional hardcore Catholics, pray the rosaries and, uh, you know, very, they're charismatic Catholics. So they're, they're hardcore. They're not the ones that just go on, on mass on Christmas and that's it. I mean, they practically live out there. But uh, so, again, so anyone that wants to accuse me that I hate Christian people, that well, that's a lie because I, I love my parents to death. <laughs> I just don't agree with them when it comes to, you know, the, the Christians or, you know, the religious aspect of things. Uh, but, you know, I had that channel and uh, I, I did a podcast on this, you know, I was telling you, this Sean Atwood guy when I first found out about his misdeeds and I had no idea that it was going to blow up. I just, I did one of those videos where I was really frustrated. I was let down by this guy. I, 
I had followed him, you know, with all his Epstein videos, and I felt really let down. And when I did my video, it was a sincere, you know, heartfelt video. I was pissed off. Uh, I felt let down by this guy. And then in one day, that video got like 300 views. I only had six subs at that point. And uh, it had 300 views in one day, and I was like, holy shit. And then the subs started coming. I did another video, and it just, that's pretty much what, what got things going. Um, unfortunately, I wish I had the, the opposite. You know, I, had, I wish I had more numbers on the following the podcast, you know, on Spotify. So if you guys are listening, please follow the goddamn podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the YouTube numbers are, have been blowing up pretty, pretty extensively. My Scottish buddy, he started at the same time. He's almost at 7,000 subs. And I think he, more people gravitate to him because he's a little clean cut. You know, he doesn't cuss as much as I do. I'm, I get a little rowdy. But, you know, the good thing is we, we're like brothers from different mothers and we get along just fine, you know, when it comes well, to I, the whole I, podcasting. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know a lot about the this Sean Atwood controversy. Uh, everyone has their, I guess, their own... Uh, detriments and they they're not like i i don't know like it, you know never meet your heroes you know yeah. is is one of those uh those, those those sayings and uh i understand that like i don't i have an okay following when it comes to the the podcast and uh the youtube it's okay you know oh, um you're doing great man i i i i wouldn't want to like and i, I like interacting with a lot of listeners because um you know, one of the reasons why you, at least why I, I'm not going to speak for anyone else, why you put something out to the world, like whether it's a, a comic book, which I, I created when I was younger, or a piece of artwork or a podcast or, or an album, is that you hope to connect with people in a certain way. You want to be able to identify with somebody. It's like, does anybody else out there feel this way? Or does anybody else find this funny? Um, right. And you, you do wind up finding people that think in a similar vein as you, but it doesn't yeah. mean we're the same. I, I mean, I got my own problems. I got my own substance abuse problems. I'm not like a perfect person. Uh, I have all, all these faults, all these sins that that I indulge in, and uh, I'm not proud of it. No, I do it, and I don't know what the issue with Sean Atwood is. I know he he got big on the Epstein thing, and uh, I don't know if you if you did something shitty, just own up to it, and that's yeah. what I try well, to do. I don't th- know if that, Sean that, does it or not. That's what I've been doing, and it's funny because. He first started fucking around with me when I had like 600 subs, 700 subs. I was doing live streams and he was showing up. And I think he viewed me as a threat because there was other pod or, you know, YouTubers that were covering him and all under 1,000 subs. But he was fucking with me from the very beginning because, I, you know, I'm American. Uh, you know, I, he didn't want to burn his bridge, uh, you know, to the American audience. And the more we ha- – I've dug – I've been – I've been on his ass for months now. You know, I want to say three, four months. The more I've dug into him, he's a complete charlatan. He's fake. He had a podcast uh, last week. So one of his buddies, Wild Man, uh, passed away. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, he passed away. So they did like a little tribute on uh, uh, true the True Jordy podcast. I call him Fake Jordy. But this guy's got two million subs. So they did this tribute on that show. And... Uh, about the hour and a half mark, he starts talking shit about me and my buddy, you know, the, the Scott Chancer, calling us out. So we've gotten, 
that's how deep we've we've gotten down that rabbit hole and uh in that hour and a half mark he starts talking about how he's addressing all the bullshit that's going on and then for whatever reason he starts talking about his ex-girlfriend that starts destroying his asshole um and you know plunging all kinds of shit in his butthole and this is supposed to be a tribute for his dead buddy you know and when you hear him talking about that that's the real sean atwood he's he's come onto my live streams talking about my friend uh jacking off to to the thought of him and the prostitute and this the the sean atwood you see doing epstein videos and uh you know you know wearing his little nice little suit and tie and, and all clean cut and whatnot is a is is a fake one that's the the marketed one the one you see at in that true Jordy podcast or when he's coming on my channel and left comments he'll leave comments on my videos and then delete them you know like 20 minutes later <laughs> he's a that might be he might have like two different people he uh, has his professional sean atwood and then he has his like hey this is co-kid this sean is, atwood. let's party yeah, yeah let's, let's party sean atwood and that's just a maybe. I mean, I don't know why he's putting energy into the negativity. This is a guy with six hundred thousand subs, and he's I know, and he's yeah, fucking I, around with a little channel like me. And he'll call me puny channel. He's and he'll say, "I'm done fucking with these guys. I'm gonna create content." And then a week later, he's back to fucking around with my channel. You know, he just well, he doesn't he can't stop himself. He doesn't man. understand. Yeah, no, he, he doesn't. doesn't understand how to take criticism very well. Well, and, um, the, and the thing is, back to your, your original point, if. And I've said this plenty of times on my shows. If he would just come out and say, you know what, I fucked up. I was messing around with a stripper, fell in love with her, you know, tapped that ass and did some lines of coke and whatever. He's calling. He has a video where he's doing lines of coke and he's telling everyone he was doing lines of uh, flour. <laughs> he's sure. snorting flour. Yeah, that's what people do. Yeah, and and he's saying it was all a prank. Um, and then this this uh, escort was dressed as a little girl, calling him daddy. And unzipping his pants and shit. And then there's all these naked pictures of her in his house. And this is all part of an elaborate prank. And now he's going around telling people that myself, I've, you know, it, the funny thing is my streams sometimes buffer. And I get a lot of shit for buffering issues. But he, Sean goes around telling people like myself and my buddy Chancer are hired by these elite pedos tr that are trying to bring him down. You know, that's his way of telling his subscribers, you know, to... To not pay attention to us. I go, how come these elite pedals can't fix my buffering issues then? You know, if that's the case. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what you're saying is true. I haven't investigated, but it, obviously he might have some. Follow my, follow my channel. He might, have, he, might have, up, man. he might have some fetishes. I, I, I have no idea, but if he it just sounds like a, a lot of drama. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it really is. The, I guess the reason I haven't let up on it is because if he would just come clean, and I've said this, like I said, I've said this plenty of times. He'd come clean and own up to it. I would not be making any more goddamn video. Like, whatever, man. We all have our own kinks and fetishes and shit like that. The problem I have is all this, his deceitful tactics. And, you know, this is a guy that's supposed to be, we're supposed to be taking, you know, he's called a truther or whatever. You know, someone that's speaking truth and shit. But he's he's speaking bullshit. He's speaking lies. So if he's lying about this, why in the hell... Should we take anything else he says serious? That's my biggest point, uh, and that's one of right. the biggest there's, reasons. There's probably a there's probably a lot of shame behind it, um, and that he hasn't been able to merge those two sides of his life. Like no. obviously, what he does on his like huge channel, that is, he, he's gotten a big name for himself for Epstein, and people right. tune in for like the Epstein, Pedogate kind of stuff. And what he does in his personal life 
He doesn't want that to pollute his message. I get it. And news anchors do this all the fucking time. I read a story uh, a couple of years ago that this news anchor, local news, like weather people that you see, you tune in and you'd uh, like, hey, what's the weather going to be like tomorrow? And they'll tell you, well, they'll wind up like in a hotel room with like a, a kidney missing. Like they're part of some sort of weird uh organ harvesting scheme, all hyped up on goofballs. What like the fuck? <laughs> everyone, like the, the more prim and proper, the more por- perfect you appear to be, the, the more, more depraved. Up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the more fucked up you are. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, that applies to everything in general. The Power corrupts. You know, that's the saying, power corrupts. And I absolutely agree with that. The more the more power you get, the, the more you think yourself as a god, you know, in a sense, and you think you can do whatever the fuck you want. And so... Uh, I my thing is you need some checking, you know, and and anyone that, you know, whether it's Sean, whether it's you or myself, I'm I'm sure we all have a level of narcissism. That's just natural. We wouldn't be here if if it wasn't for a little bit of that. It's not a bad thing. Sure. The problem is when people have it unchecked and 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 just think you know. They can do whatever the fuck they want uh, without any repercussions. And so there's there's so much shit. I'm just giving you the Cliff's notes. I'm, I don't want to make it sound yeah. like that's just the little, you know, oh, that's it. You know, no, there's a lot more to it. But, it, I mean, I, I definitely don't want to spend the whole show on that. I want I want to talk about the OBDM show. <laughs> but I've got mm. plenty of material on my on my channel if you, you know, if you wanted to be more interested in uh, it's It's definitely fascinating. It, and it makes you look at the human condition, you know, um, now that I've been following this guy and, and like, God damn, this guy had it all. He had it all set up. Fuck it up. And for for what point? Uh, there might be some kind of psych, you know, some psycho bullshit behind it, you know, when, when you look at it from a, you know, take a couple steps back. But it is what it is. And uh, yeah, I, I got to thank him because this this channel has grown in part because of that. So, Sean Atwood, if you're listening, thanks, my man. You've really helped me out. I, I have noticed this <laughs> about about YouTube, about YouTube. And this is like the trick to YouTube. Yeah. Uh, which I don't do. I don't I don't do this. But if you do one subject and you do it fairly consistent consistently, you will grow your channel. Yeah. yeah. Um, since OBDM talks about everything, the the channel has struggled. Uh, because we, we'll talk about UFOs, we'll talk about uh, politics, we'll talk about whatever. We we'll just put up like a two na- two hours of something, and so YouTube and the listeners don't know what to make of it. So it's not like a niche. It's not where people come to get. Oh, I'm going to go to OBDM because they always talk about UFOs. No, we we talk about everything that's in current events and some stuff in our personal life. So it doesn't get a chance to get any traction. YouTube and social media in general love those little niche things so yeah. youtube must have saw something like oh you're talking about sh- sh- your new channel talking about sean uh, atwood uh fairly often they're going to put you in an algorithm of people who are also looking for that kind of thing and you can blow up yeah and so sure if you want to be, be be bigger keep attacking but if you want to do something else you know it might be better mentally i don't know yeah no it's, i'm i'm having fun man I, I just with all the shit you know he's throwing in personal attacks he's trying to shut my channel down that one of the biggest reasons why we started that uh the daddy gate podcast was more of an insurance policy he's been trying to take down uh our channel so i'm sure we have many many complaints against us unfounded um you know we haven't done anything illegal or violated any youtube guidelines uh one you know i 
that prank video where he's snorting uh, cocaine already has like 45,000 views. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Would, would you have him on your show? I, I've offered him. I've offered him to come on my show and give us his case. And he teased it at one point. And I don't know if he got instruction by his attorneys not to, but he he declined. And I've offered – you know what – you know that uh, who did get on my show was the escort uh, that he's been messing around with, Callie Diamond. I had her on the show. She's on my homepage, um, or you can just go back two weeks on my video. It's the Callie Diamond exclusive interview. Listen to that. That's It's an hour of gold. I don't believe anything she fucking said. Well, I'm not going to say anything, but – there was a lot of fuckery going on, and I'm pretty sure Sean put put her up to it. She was acting like she was on our side finally, and she was going to uh, call Sean out without. And, the sh- dude, she was talking about inserting dongs in his ass. and just, Yeah. Just if I had to make it over 18-plus, you know, for the podcast. It was a live stream because I knew she was going to get a little wild. I had no idea what she was going to say. I let her say whatever the fuck she wanted, but – uh. You know, I just and when I look back at it, I'm pretty sure Sean put it up to it. And the thing is, if that's the case, it's backfiring immensely, man, because it's gone viral. I've got little channels that are just popping up that have mirrored the the video and the podcast, and they're all up on online. And it's it that whole thing of having her show up on my podcast, like I said, it's just a big fuck up on their part. <laughs> Well, well, so in order for you to stop attacking Sean, Sean Antwood, what would you like to see or hear from him? I would like him to own up to all the bullshit. You know, the the fact that he made a GoFundMe account for someone that was still an active escort. You know, she was still actively working, selling that ass, making 1,200 pounds uh, a session. Twelve hundred pounds. What's that? Fifteen hundred dollars. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of yeah, fucking probably. money, man. Yeah. yeah, and and she was getting a GoFundMe. That is really fucked up shit, man. Think about the a GoFundMe for what? Was she injured in some way? They claim that she was trafficked, and, and I and I say claim because there's no proof of any of the shit she's has been saying. She says she got saved by the Hell's Angels, and then some masked men came out, and she also said at here's a funny one in. So Sean had her on his show like five times. I don't know if her, the videos are still online. But in one of the videos, she said that she was also a Prince Andrew victim. And she started talking about mm. it. And Sean just like, shut up, bitch. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> She's just, she doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. In other words, you know, she, she yeah, makes these the tall royal tales. family. Come, I mean, that's, that's a, I mean, that's something that is very litigious. That's yeah, a subject yeah. that can be. Get you in some big trouble there. Well, there's a picture that, you know, we've got a little Facebook group, and one of my buddies, I call him the Bloodhound. He's the one that digs up a lot of the shit for me, and then I just use all my shows and episodes and whatnot. But he found a picture of Sean uh, shaking hands with Prince Andrew's brother at, a you know, some kind of event. So this guy's always, like, talking shit about Prince Andrew and uh, Epstein and all these guys, but here he is shaking hands with this guy. <laughs> so... People are starting to th- wonder, you know, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? You know, maybe he's not who we thought he was, you know. It's just all propaganda in, in a lot of ways. And who knows? Possibly. It's all speculation, I mean, I, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I tend to try to give people the benefit of the doubt, or at least to explain themselves, when, right. especially when it comes to, like, shaking somebody's hand or if you're at an event. I just, I would, I, I would say this, that I would never be caught at an event 
uh, where there would be royal family because I would never be invited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just not in that circle yeah. of like, hey, let's invite Midnight Mike. Why? What does he do? He runs a, a goofy podcast and he knows how to program in Python. I would never be I would never be invited right. to any of those like upper echelon events. Well, and that's what makes that picture it, uh, that the more dubious, you know, this guy's made a living off of Epstein and, and Prince Andrew bullshit. And here he is, you know, uh, <laughs> make your own uh assumptions if you will but yeah no more there's I don't a, wanna, I, i'm not i'm curious not, yeah, i don't want to know more there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of shit for sure and uh but yeah that's we can definitely do that on more on the live stream man when we when we do it i want to hear about you though man you're you're the guest i want to hear more about the obdm show my man oh jeez i mean let's hear some more of that uh, goddamn soundboard <laughs> <laughs> you want to? You want to? So here, I got the, this rant for you. This is the go harder rant by Alex Jones. This is a good one. I like this. All right. Entertain in my mind, not that I'm thinking about selling out or going along or backing off or not pushing as hard, but when my mind even entertains the idea, it's like an energy field that will suck my soul out, and I just the God fearing instincts I have make me just go, I go harder. That's <laughs> not enough. You've got to fight them! Pretty good, huh? <laughs> oh, shit. What about the one, uh, the dude that gets caught on uh, on the air? He's like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones there, dude. I got I got that. I mean, I got uh, <laughs> almost all of them at, at, the, at the ready here. I see. Um, yeah, here it is. Fuck shit. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> And that was someone on CNN throwing it over to that reporter, that journalist in his house, yeah. and say, "Hey, give us a give us an update on the uh, the election." And that's what he said. Like, oh shit, fuck. Try to try to find those little gems every now and again, and yeah, just like repeat them throughout the entire show. So, uh, what, what do you use? What what kind of a soundboard do you have, man? I got a couple different things. So yeah. I will I will use my my main soundboard is something called Soundbite. Okay. Uh, and it has like four racks. So I have like a rack for Alex Jones stuff, a rack for just ridiculous like cartoon sound effects <laughs> like like that. But it also has some weird like porn clips too. Is this the Prune Brothers? Like, I can't take a shit so bad. But then like that's all like the 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 stuff that is this around forever. But then I also use Flash for some regular soundboards like uh, like this. I need some marijuana. But then all the new stuff gets <laughs> all the new stuff gets rotated in with uh, using QuickTime. And I just yeah. edited everything. I got like I don't know. I have no idea how many sound clips I have. My thousand. Your intro is down, man. Like, hey, this is Midnight Mike. Yay! You know, and and then you introduce a uh, Cretchen. Ooh, <laughs> shit like that. All those clips, like those, uh, those, those wooing kind yeah, of crowd yeah. cheering sound effects. Those are right here. <laughs> <laughs> those come from a TV show called. Uh, it's called Married with Children. Right. <laughs> uh, that was a uh, big in the nineties. Um, and Al Bundy, and there's this uh, right. an old guy who's sold shoes who was upset at his life. Oh. But it had like the biggest audience like yeah. uh, interaction and um, oh I grew up I grew up, up watching that man I grew up with, 
uh, old Ted Bundy and his high school football dreams. That was a great well, show. I mean, man. talking about your your younger listeners, you don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, mo- the funny thing is, according to my analytics, a lot of them are my age or or a little older. How old are you? I'm 38. 38. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're about my age. Yeah, and it's you know, last night I had a live stream. Funny enough, and I knew I I had a little podcast with you, so I tried a little soundboard action. I did it the ghetto way, though. I. I had a caller call in that wanted to unleash on Sean Atwood, and so I let her, goddamn, Lady P, shout out to Lady P if you're listening, but uh, she went to town on Sean Atwood, epic rant, everyone in the live chat was loving it, man, she just absolutely murdered it, she sounded like a professional, and this was a subscriber, you know, and uh, she was going to town that I was just sitting back listening, and I quickly found, uh, I was looking for the Mortal Kombat, you know, finish him. Yeah, uh, sound. Found it on YouTube. This is the ghetto version. I did it, and I I knew she was about to wrap up her rant, and so that's when I added the hold up, hold up, hold up, Lady P. Finish it <laughs> and let her finish. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I definitely need to get a setup like yours, man. Well, I mean, I have like five computers going here. Oh, like shit. my uh, my setup over the years has just expanded and expanded and expanded. So I got like. One computer for that, that I'm talking to you on for streaming, and then a Macintosh for all sound processing and taking calls, and, and then I have a whole rack of like audio rack processors to render out the podcast. So I don't really got to do too much; I just do it very quickly. But Midnight Mike don't fuck around. God, no, I have like I, I've invested <laughs> literally thousands of dollars into this yeah, podcast yeah, just to sure. goof around. Like I. I mean, like, in the hole for, like, you know, it's been years, almost a decade. You expect I'd make that money back, but no, I just keep adding more onto it. God damn. Because it's fun, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. fun to do this it's shit. A, it's a fun hobby, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and, when, when I did my first live streams, I uh, I still have them up there. Uh, my first live streams, I put a little fucking piece of paper over the, the webcam. So I'm trying to remain anonymous due to the nature of shit we cover, you know, conspiracies and whatnot. Maybe sure. you call me paranoid and whatnot. No, and, I'm paranoid. And so it, it's kind of been a hassle because trying to get some guests sometimes, like, ah, who the hell are you? You know, like, <laughs> do, you know, and even some people that leave comments are like, I, I can't trust anyone that doesn't show their face. And um, what I tell people, you know, I go, listen to what I got to say, listen to the evidence I got to say. And if you feel like you can trust me, form your own opinion. But you shouldn't base it on whether I show my goddamn face or not. Um, and so that that's essentially what I tell them. But on my first live stream, I put a little piece of uh, tape over my webcam. And I was streaming, you know, I only had like 10 people on the live stream. And that was it. More more personal and whatnot. And uh was holding my little Pomeranian. And he jumped on my lap and kind of fucked up the table. Almost revealed my identity. <laughs> but I started getting a lot of shit, you know, because... What you would see on the live stream was just the black screen, and sure, pe- people yeah. were bitching and moaning, hey, you need more graphics and shit like that. I'm like, well, fuck. Start donating to the goddamn Patreon. That's why I made a Patreon, for you know, really for that. Anyone wanted to talk shit about that, all right, here's my Patreon link. Donate some money, and I'll, I'll take care of it. But eventually, I started getting some, you know, more, you know, some actual quality guests. So I was like, shit, I, now I actually do need to get a, a laptop, a better better setup you know it's gonna how can i get like a a world-class you know for example gerard williams and then just have a black screen that's just that's a no-go if i want to yeah 
Well, I mean, you, you can you can still do it with audio only, and you can you just gotta put some time into the graphics. That's it. Yeah. But I, I I devote a lot of times on yeah, on no, graphics and effects. Like the YouTube channel, since we do broadcast live and it broadcast live to YouTube, my my face is being shown. Same with Cratchit, and then I I just uh, added a green screen. So like when we talk about Star Trek, I walk onto the Star Trek bridge, <laughs> and then I and then I like we talk about weird. Shit, I walk into the OBDM bathroom. So I have like a walk on the green screen in there and talk to people in the bathroom. So right. um, it's, I just like the whole point of this is it is to have fun. Yeah, I understand your point. I want to keep in your your identity secret. And, you know, I don't broadcast like who I am or where I work. I, I try to keep that different right. um, because I you know, I talk about Bigfoot penis and stuff like that, and I don't want that associated with any sort of job that I may apply for. And right. I, I, I get that. Um, but at the same time, we are who we are, and uh, it's it's tough to merge the two different lives right. because of the way, I, I guess, society is right now because of cancel culture. Yeah. Um, you got to be, you kind of got to dance around certain things. Told the lines. Maybe you should. Like, in. What I say is not – I don't believe is super controversial. I say stuff very jokingly. But I do have clips of myself that people would dig up from like 2008. This is like from 2008 right here yeah. when I was absolutely hammered drunk on the show. <laughs> yeah. You, know, here, 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 you want to know the scam? Here's a scam. This is, they're going to start a war so Bush can stay in office. Here's a scam. Okay. I made pay, the Constitution. Pay attention and listen to the fucking scam. I'm going to lay out to you right fucking now. I'm sorry I'm getting angry. Jason, I'm sorry. Jason. <laughs> Charles. I'm talking to Jason right now. Jason, my friend. So that was from 2008. Obviously, Bush was still in office. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing a podcast. God, you were slurring so fucking bad. That, and that's yeah. what I'm saying, man. It, it's all in good fun. So on the Gerard Williams, I, I think I was telling you, I don't know if it was off the air or we already started recording, but on the Gerard Williams podcast, after I hung up with him, had a great podcast, man, really informative. Uh, this is a world-class journalist, you know. Um, yeah. He's worked for Reuters, uh, the BBC, all kinds of shit, man. Just a, a fucking amazing, amazing person. And as soon as I got done with them, I was I had I drink nine uh, percent beers, man. And I was on my fourth one as soon as I got I got done with them. And you know I was like, you guys want to keep rolling? You know I asked the live chat. Yeah, I go. I always tell people to give me Simpsons hands. You know, like the yellow thumbs up. Yeah. I go give me Simpsons hands if you guys want me to keep going. So it started getting flooded. And I'm like, fuck it, let's fucking go. I'm already slurring my words. <laughs> Yeah, I even, dude, I even took a piss during the live stream, and and it was funny. It was hilarious. Don't get me wrong, but my buddy, uh, you know, Chancer was like, "Bro, you had your heart What if his fans watch the show and watch watch it till the end? They're not gonna be too too excited about that shit." So I was just like, "All right, man, fuck it, I'll delete it." But I had some epic rants, man. But eh, it is. What I, it I is, had man. to stop drinking. Like, uh, because, like, during the show. I, I, I drink probably right now once every two or three months. And I used to drink a shit ton, like yeah. a ton. Um, like, if you, people go back and listen to all the early shows, I'm probably drinking every show. Um, probably a little bit of an alcoholic, no doubt about that. Yeah. But I stopped drinking um, because the hangers just got to be too much for me, yeah, uh, yeah, especially yeah. in my 40s. Got they, The hangers just got to be insurmountable. And I realized that uh, I probably... It, for the most part, do a better show while sober. I definitely can read better when I'm sober, 
and that uh, I I do watch my mouth a little bit more. I do cut loose. Obviously, when you drink, you cut loose. It's a social lubricant. Right. But that might not be the best for maintaining friendships and long-term career objectives if you're just getting on there saying a bunch of stuff. But, hey, to each their own, I had to learn it the hard way uh, with massive hangovers and right. migraines. No, absolutely, 100%. Yeah, I, I, I guess I normally try to – I only have a couple beers on the on the weekends. And uh, I try to – that's why I drink the 9 percenters. I try to, you know, stay around the 2 to 3 mark, and that's my limit. But, yeah, that night, for whatever reason, man, I didn't I, – maybe I was just – I was too excited to be talking to the Gerard Williams. I thought he was going to go tell me to pound some sand when I first asked him to be on my show. And so I was extremely stoked to have him on. And then there was some other shit going on. And, and so it all – it was just a perfect combination. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm completely in agreement with you as far as alcohol. I mean – I might, wish I could drink more. I wish yeah. – I, I do like – the drink I had, I, I just had uh, uh, rye whiskey. And I enjoy it. It's a good feeling. I just know I can't have it as often as I used to. And I was drinking, oh, man, like even in 2017, I was drinking probably a bottle of Tito's vodka um, every two days. Just going through a bottle. God damn. And yeah. considerable, you yeah, know. Because yeah. I, I was still working a full-time job, and I'm a computer programmer. i got to be somewhat nimble in my mind. Right. And uh, I was pounding it. But it was like nothing. And then... All of a sudden, one day, I woke up with this massive migraine. I was like, I'm done. I know this is because I'm, I'm drinking, and uh, I did it. And now I only drink every two, three months. But, you know, it's Christmas is that's coming kudos, up. man. Kudos, my man. That's that's well, awesome. Nothing to be ashamed about that. That's fucking awesome. I had some help, you know. Well, uh, and, and the fact that you're acknowledging it, that that's a huge God. step. You know, a lot of people, that's their biggest downfall. They They never acknowledge that they have a problem in the first place. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I, I thankfully have uh, had a girlfriend, wife at the time now, uh, who was understanding of that. Um, and the, the show, the OBDM podcast, the Our Big Dumb Mouth podcast, it does attract people who have possible drinking problems, or they just are they they like to party. Yeah, we do yeah, have yeah. like a lot of people that are maybe substance abuse, maybe drinking, maybe smoking, whatever, what have you. It does attract those kind of people. That's just the attitude of the show. Yeah. And I'm not going to come down hard on people who do that because I, I still do this shit. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, I, I, and, I, and I feel for those people that right. are in that. Yeah, 100%. Like, I know. Yeah, I mean, my general uh, outlook on life, just in general, whether it's politics, uh, you know, drinking or whatever, things in moderation is, yeah. is the pl place to go. You start going to the extremes no matter what it is it could be religion it could be politics whatever you start going too far to the extremes on whatever end you may be on it doesn't matter if you're left right uh christian muslim you start going too deep in those directions that's when you start having these huge problems and so i try to toe the line you know in moderation you know i, I may lean one way on certain things and lean another way but i just try to follow the the path of reason which, you know, I guess some people may see that my path of reason may be a little different or more fucked up, but that's just generally how I look at things. And so when it comes to alcohol, you know, I try to, I, yeah, I've never had an issue. Uh, thank goodness for that. Yeah. But uh, I, I do, on the weekends, I'll have a couple beers and just have fun on the live streams, you know. Um, I get a little buzz going and we fucking have a blast and 
I got arrested. I got a DUI, you know. So, oh, yeah, well, yeah. I did, you know, I mean, they arrested me. I didn't get a DUI because I refused to take a, a breathalyzer, but I know why they pulled me over. Right. And uh, honestly, I was driving fine. I mean, I was more fucked up on pain pills than, than drinking. Uh, and so they pulled me over and, you know, got arrested, took me down to their, you know, police station. Right. And it was, uh, it was a bit of a, a little bit of a wake up call. Although, you know, my girlfriend at the time was of no help arguing with the cops and all that kind of shit. Yeah. And, uh, it was just a, a, a bullshit situation. And, yeah. uh, yeah, but I'm sure you learned, fun. I'm sure you, you've learned and, and that's the thing, you know, anytime you go through these situations, uh, the key is learning from it. The, you know, what comes into play is when people just never learn and they keep yes, five years later, I learned. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> five years later, I learned. But here's an, here's a, I'll, here's a drunk clip of me from 2008. It's from the same show. Uh, just a little different. <laughs> the popular Oswald West State Park is closed. A victim of falling trees and threatened campers and is certain if it will open to Give camping again, Idaho camper Derek <laughs> Strossinger said it will. It's understood, but if holy shit, dude! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the miracles that. You know, that liquid courage can do, man. It can produce some fucking insane moments like that. <laughs> yeah. I just, I managed to capture it all. It's like a basic, when you do a podcast, it's like a, you do your own reality show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of, I try to talk about it as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, I don't talk about my personal life as much as I used to. Right. Uh, but it is, it's like a running timeline. I can go yeah. back to every, like every week I put out a podcast. So I can go back to, you know, 2007 and, hear what I was talking about during Christmas in 2007. I have, you know, yeah. uh, it's there. I, or I can hear what was going on four years ago in my life this week, and I can go back and take a listen. I don't know if we're meant to hold on to all those little pieces of memories that usually just fly to your head, but yeah. for whatever reason, I've documented all that shit. Hey, man, that, you've got kids? No. Okay, I was going to say, you know, your kids may find that, Interesting down the line, you know. I I know I told you I, I did my first podcast episodes about almost two years ago now. And uh, in one of them, I got fucking shit-faced on the beach. And I'm just slurring, talking about my... Me losing my faith, you know, almost on humanity. <laughs> and I've listened to it a couple times. I did delete it off my Spotify, but you can still find it. Apparently, it didn't re get deleted off of all feeds. So if people dig into it... it, it you know, and I the reason I deleted it, it wasn't too controversial, but I was like, eh, some people might get a little butt hurt for the shit that I said. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do have a, a stepdaughter. She's in college. Yeah. Um, and she recently started getting into more of the cryptozoological stuff. She's into Bigfoot and Mothman. And so uh, we will talk about that. And I, I might invite her on the show at a certain point in time. Yeah, I I heard you on when was my that? show like when it was. Was that? No, I heard you on a couple of episodes bringing up your your daughter and what she was into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my daughter-in-law uh, or stepdaughter. I'm sorry, not daughter-in-law, stepdaughter. Uh, she's like into like the crypto stuff, but right. she also started listening. Like my my wife, uh, we were dating at the time, would go around and and uh, listen to my podcast while she was you know 
driving her daughter around. Right. And there were times where I was uh, talking about, there was one, I remember when my grandma died, and I there's a running bit on the show where um, if you knew your grandma was dying and the doctor came to you and said, we have a cure, and the cure is you have to have sex with your grandmother in order to save her life. Would you do it? <laughs> And, you know, that was a running bit in the show for like, you know, you know, five to seven years. And finally, my grandma died. And yeah. so I had to I had to go into that bit. You know what I did. <laughs> but <and> so my, <laughs> my, my, my stepdaughter had to hear me uh, speculate about Try would I or would I not have sex with my grandmother to save her life? Yeah, I'm sure that was 100 percent comfortable. huh? <laughs> yeah, nothing awkward about that, really. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> That's awesome, man. But it's, I mean, the show has definitely changed over the years. OBDM has had many different hosts. It, uh, uh, Joe and Cratchit are the, the most recent, but my brother was on it a few years ago. Uh, before that, Bradford and Spanky and Jeff and Bob, like, you know, at like 14, 15 years, you, yeah, you, you're going to go through a, a bunch of different people who can't hang and who can't hang. But I love them all. The and evolution. Each man. time that yeah, each time someone joins the show, it is a new vibe or it's a different vibe. It's still the same shenanigans. It's just with a different vibe. Right. And I think you'll you'll probably wind up doing something similar like that too. You will evolve over the years. You'll just find a new angle on stuff. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean that that's what life's about. And I see that my you know just in the last few months, just the evolution. I never. I never, you know, to be honest with you, I never, you know, I've said this before. Three months ago, I would have been playing PS4, uh, just hanging out, drinking beer, playing PS4. And now I'm fucking interviewing Billy Moore, Gerard Williams, and Midnight Mike, <laughs> you know. Do you still play PS4? Oh, I still do. Well, not as much anymore, man. This whole shit's got me pretty fucking busy. Uh, w with our new channel, with the Daddy Gate podcast, we do, my buddy and I, he plays... Uh, Red Dead Redemption, and yeah. we're thinking of doing some Twitch streaming, just talking shit, having a couple beers, and playing video games. It's going to be a pretty versa versatile channel. Um, we just recorded our second episode this morning. Uh, so, but honestly, I really haven't even turned on my PS4. I turned it on yesterday morning, and I had a I had to update a couple things. Ah, oh, fuck that. I guess yeah. I, I guess I'm not playing <laughs> today. I just had to update the shit and kind of killed any playing time. But I was pretty good in video games, man. I, you know, pr uh, in one of the video games, I'm one of the. You ever hear of uh, Battlefield Four? Of course. Yeah, that I'm. I'm in the world rankings for the helicopter. Uh, oh really? Yeah, helicopter pilot, and uh, not in the regional. I'm talking about world rankings, and uh, fucking slaughtering kids, man. And oh yeah, I, they, I used to play. I played Battlefield. Uh, um. I, I I'm a I play Call of Duty now, but I played a lot of Battlefield, and I would record a, like a lot of videos. If you dig back through like the OBDM videos on the, on the YouTube, I I put out a lot of game content, and I would record a lot more and do a lot more game editing. And uh, my brother and I would uh, do like something called Teamspeak Live. We'd get on like Friday night, stream live, but we'd yeah. take phone calls. So the people who oh. call into Grand Theft Auto Online yeah. would talk to us, but then get their call would go straight into the game. So they would talk to everybody in the game and us at the same time. Right. It was fucking stupid. 
Oh, but it's fun. Yeah, we, I'm, we I'm did, sure it's fun as hell, man. It was fun to do. Like we we some of my most proudest like video editing and like series moments is like a series I did um, called Project Zomboid. We put out like 30 videos, but it's a longer form video role playing game. It's a zombie apocalypse, but you have to scavenge for stuff, interact with other players maybe, and uh, and form a teams and and build your stuff. I love all those videos because you edit, you play for five hours, and then you have to edit those five hours down to maybe 30 to 40 minutes at tops and tell a story. And there's like 30 of those up there, and it's probably some of the funniest shit that I've done, <laughs> but it's so niche that no one's ever going to see it really? because no one cares about Project Zomboid. No one cares about that game, and let alone spend hours watching the storyline, but it's... If you got the time, I would, and you like watching other people play video games and fuck around. It's, yeah, I put it up there as some of the, like my best stuff I've ever done. Yeah, man. And at the end of the day, it's what you enjoy doing, you know. And you know, like you said, you you've invested a lot of money in this shit. But at the end of the day, that's all secondary because this is a, a hobby that you truly enjoy. And I do. And I see it. You know, you can hear it. Everyone, please go to. Midnight Mike's OBDM podcast, and uh, you can hear it. I, I hear it. You you truly enjoy it. Uh, this is a passion for you, man, and and I think that's what makes the show extra special, man. I know Thank we're going you. on an hour, and I, and I know I should have asked you how long you wanted to be on, so I'm sorry for that, because I can go on for hours, my man. But uh, I know. <laughs> I got to See, I wake up at anymore. I'm waking up at 4 a.m., yeah, 5 a.m. That's me, man, 4 a.m. Yeah, what do you what do you got to get up for? Uh, I I got to work, man. I, I all I can say is I, I drive all day. Let's just say that. Yeah, and I, I know, but I mean, I wake up and then I come downstairs in the studio and I will start uh, doing computer programming. Yeah. I'll like I wake up, I get my coffee, yeah. talk to my dog, you know, make sure he's okay, and then usually about a half hour later, my wife wakes up. So we're usually both up at five a.m. and then we we will sit around and we'll talk for 45 minutes and then get our day started. So it's really not a bad way to wake up. Uh, I got it pretty easy. I just, I can't sleep in anymore. I you want to put Folgers in your cup. I try to every, <laughs> I mean, yeah, whenever no, I got it. Yeah. No, I, I wake up around that four, 4 a.m. Uh, and I just get ready, make my breakfast and go to work. And I usually don't get home till, you know, if I'm home at 6 p.m., that's an early day for me. I mean, there's times I come in at 8 p.m., and so that's why I can't do a lot of shit during the week. You know, it has to wait for yeah. the till the weekend. Uh, luckily, I've got tomorrow and uh, Tuesday off. I took those days off. So good for you. Have fun editing this podcast and probably put it out tomorrow. So uh, midnight, Mike, stay on the line. Let me let's end up this uh, this podcast. And uh, you got any soundboard sounds you wanna wanna take uh, us away? Well, before yeah. that, what, what are your socials? Where can oh, people socials. find you? you can, I mean, people can go to obdmpod.com. There's links to uh, our Instagram and Twitter there. But if you go on Instagram, obdmpod, and Twitter's obdmpod. But honestly, uh, YouTube is where the most of the shenanigans uh, is. If you search, search for obdm videos, you'll you'll find us. You'll see a dinosaur with a wizard cap on carrying an AK-47. That's us. That's on the screen. I put, I uh, took a screenshot of the the channel art, and it'll be on the on the screen as we play this. So, sh- just look for that. Uh, you got any cool, neat soundboards you wanna wanna take us out with, or? 
Yeah, let's 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 go down the Alex Jones uh, questioning board here. This is like Alex Jones asking questions. What planet did I wake up in? What alternate universe is this? What the hell is this? What the fuck? What planet did you come from? What is going on? What is going on? What is going on? What is your problem, Phil? What is all this stuff? What is my problem? What is your problem? What is your problem? What is your problem, Phil? I hate Bill Gates. I hate him. <laughs> There you go.